What is up, Pretty in the Paint family? This is your host, Miss Lady Sade, and I am coming at you live for me, but recorded for you with another podcast episode. I ain't gonna front with y'all. I've been really taking an opportunity to use my podcast as growth. And I think the thing that's so trying to find the right words. We're going to find all the right words this podcast. Not the the word the words that just make it right, right? So, I've been finding myself like redoing my podcast episodes over and over and over and over and over. And I want to call this episode Silencing Your Inner Critic. Silencing Your Inner Critic. Because As you know, if you've been listening to the podcast from the beginning, I've always been so freaking hard on myself. I've recorded so many episodes this particular time around. I think I've recorded like 10 to 12 episodes and not really knowing what to release, not knowing what the people really want to hear. And so me showing up for myself and silencing that inner critic that's like, saying all these things that were that are counterproductive programming that don't benefit me in achieving my dreams has become like my newest adventure in putting out my podcast. There has to become a point in time in my life where I silence my inner critic and embrace my inner celeb like my inner um not celebrity, I don't want to use the word of celebrity, but I want to em- embrace my inner supporter within myself based on my own merit. Like, a part of me almost feels like I'm suffering from some type of imposter syndrome. Like, I done put together my framework as far as my um, design and, and you know, started to expand the podcast of who it's available to and, and different things like that. But that inner critic keeps trying to make me feel like what I'm putting out is not good enough. And I noticed that that happens a lot when you're growing because you're going into a space that is unknown and it's uncharted territory for me. Yeah, you know, I've been doing my podcast here and there and putting out little episodes here and there. But my reality is looking at my podcast, I want my podcast to be something that's bigger than life. So what is this voice of doubt that's trying to make me say, nah, don't do that. Like at some point in time, I have to look at that little voice and be like, you're not the voice of God. You are not encouraging me to be better. You're not encouraging me to step forward and put my best foot forward. So I have to put that part of me away somewhere. Really, that part of me can go completely because that part of me is not useful in this effect. There's one thing to be have caution when you are out and you're dealing with certain things, but it translates in every area of your life. Like I'm I'm feeling like the biggest thing that I'm learning right now in this moment as I'm recording this particular episode is I have to trust myself more. Because I'm I'm worth all the work that I'm putting in. I'm worth all of the struggles that I've been through in life. I'm worth to get the good things that come out of the struggle. Because the struggle is over. You feel me? Being really 
okay with allowing myself to have a certain level of success that I feel like I worked for and not even in a selfish way, but in a way that says, holy shit, I'm actually doing it. Pretty in the Paint started off as a cosmetic line. If you've been listening for a while, you know that that was the case. And I read this book that talked about the growth mindset and the not growth mindset. And I realized when I was doing some of my other businesses, I was interacting with people that didn't have a growth mindset. It was so much fear. And learning that this journey is my own. So to silence my own inner critic is a gift in and of itself because it shows me that I got this. I'm walking in my gift. I'm walking in my purpose. I'm doing something I'm supposed to be doing. No matter how, quote unquote, scary, and we know the last episode, feel the fear, uh, do it scared. No matter how, quote unquote, scary this feels to me. Especially when I have a lot of inner dialogue with myself and I will spend the time having conversations with myself, encouraging myself, being in this quote unquote positive energy. And then when it comes time to present that to the world, my inner critic is like, girl, don't say that. Ooh, don't do that. Mm, Are you sure? When I'm subconsciously watching everyone else around me being like, I am not scared of nothing. I'm going to say what I want to say, do what I want to do it. I'm going to do it how I want to do it. But then me getting to a place of my conquering myself fear has nothing to do with anyone else and what they're doing and how they're doing. It has nothing to do with them. My personal growth journey has nothing to do with any, anybody else. Yes, it may be a service to them at some point in time. Yes, I understand that, you know, expertise is marketable and you can sell expertise and all this stuff. But at the end of the day, before I get to the money part, I want to get to the me part to say, if somebody came to me and gave me a huge opportunity How do I silence my inner critic before I get to the level where I'm getting opportunities that can change my life forever? And being okay with acknowledging that inner critic and saying, truth be told, you're not, your services aren't needed anymore. I only need your services if you want to let me know um, about something else that might be of a danger to me. But As far as me and my dreams, self-critic, you don't have any place here. As far as me and my content and what I'm working on and who I am becoming and knowing that I'm doing things based on trusting myself. All right, self-critic, you've done all the work that you can do in this area of my life. Thank you so much. But I'm I'm just going to put it out. Thinking about the idea of doing it scared, And then thinking about the things that come along with doing things scared, thinking about silencing that inner critic is a part of the growth process. It's a part of the process that says, if I look at my life, when I started my podcast, um, transparency moment, when I started my podcast, I was in a very different season of my life. So my podcast was more so centered around 
an issue that I was having in my life. Now that the issue is gone, the only thing I could talk about is where I am in life now and my experiences. And because my life has been so great leading up to this moment, as far as from when I started the podcast, dealing with everything I was dealing with, and then getting to where I am today in a state of just like really comfortable for like one of the first times in my life being comfortable enough to just let my mind rest. Coming up against those things and calling it what it is like, hey, self-criticism, you are a liar. Because that's that, that's not a truth to say, oh, oh, I'm underqualified. Oh, I don't know if I can. But if you're called to do something, if God put something in your heart already to do something and do it in the way that you do it, your self-critic should have nothing to say. Or my self-critic. I'm, I'm talking to myself. That's another reason why I'd be like, mm, I don't want to like offend nobody. But that's not what I'm here to do. I'm here to share based on where I am in my process with this growth thing that I got going on and the different things that have been trying to come up against me as I'm evolving. And then me actually calling it out. Because I'm rec- one thing I do recognize about life, if you call something out, and not even say to call attention to, but calling it out in yourself to be like, you know what? That That's a lie. Me judging myself, that's a lie. Because I'm looking at myself based on what? What am I comparing myself to? I hope I'm not comparing myself to any, any other people. Because other people are doing what they want to do, how they want to do it. So I deserve to do what I want to do, how I want to do it, and have my way. Because whatever is for me will come to me based on me operating in a space of I'm not fearful of myself. And I'm not judging myself so harshly. I'm not criticizing myself so harshly. I'm just letting myself put it out without all these underlying judgments of myself. So silencing the inner critic to say, you know what? I'm going to take a different mindset to this. I'm doing my best. And as you do your best, the resources and the people that you need will come in and say, you know what? I see what you're doing. How can I help you with this? I see what you're doing. I think you're doing a phenomenal job. You know what? Keep doing what you're doing. I will support you in a way of listening, promoting, whatever. However people decide to have a part in it. But at the end of the day, you have to understand that it's you and God in a lot of things. And God will open the doors that need to get open. But the self-critic has to go out the window. You can critique the work. We can critique the work. Like, okay, you know what? I know that I can do this better. But that critic of yourself to be like, oh, I'm not, I don't think I deserve this. I don't think that people are going to vibe with what I'm talking about. That that right there is a inner, that's an inner working. And that is probably a projection from someone else that is not your own. And I know in my own experiences, it has been people that are outside looking in that don't even do what I do that may be had a a voice in my life at one point in time that became my own subconscious programming. And I have to learn to silence that part of me because that's not me. 
that is a projection that I took on as an identity. But eventually I have to say to myself, self and self going to be like, yeah, self, let's do this. Self, you are strong. Self, what you have to say matters. Self, no one is here to criticize what you're saying, but you. So allow yourself to be free and not criticize every little thing that you do. Hell, at least you're doing it. At some point in time, that became is becoming my narrative. Like right now, that's becoming my narrative. The fact that I'm even doing this podcast and I knew I was scared and I knew that I was doing everything on my own and I knew that this was a concept and then now, boom, this is now a reality in my life. This is something that I do. I have so many episodes just in draft. I literally record two to three episodes a day. So if I really wanted to just put out episode after episode after episode for two and three seasons, I can literally let my podcast coast and schedule a weekly podcast and probably have podcasts for at least two years. Silencing that inner critic is being okay with the fact that you, first of all, I know that I'm not going to please all the people all the time. I know that I'm doing this with a purpose. I know that I put in a lot of freaking work for this podcast, for myself. I know that I was still living and going through life while I was holding on to a dream and being okay with saying, I don't have all the answers, but damn it, I'm going to talk anyway. Being okay with saying, I am going to be teachable in this field because I know that there are other people such as myself who are doing very well in this field. And also, This is me catering to something that I've always done naturally, which is to be a very talkative person. This is me giving myself a chance to show up and have an opinion and have a voice. And my inner critic is not going to take that away from me. The inner critic can slide, bro. I'm not going to let something that doesn't even apply to me at this point in my life now, as far as thoughts and um, things that are non-applicable to me as a woman now, not a child. So I'm not a child. I I don't have to take on anyone else's version of me or anyone else's um, insecurities about themselves and take them on to myself. I can literally, we live in a world where we can literally do whatever we want to Uh, professionally and it takes exposure to one correct person it takes exposure to one person that believes in you it takes exposure to one person that likes your video that can change your life forever so this is not a time for me to sit with my inner critic and have tea This is the time for me to politely pack her bags and tell her, thank you so much. You carried me through adolescence. You carried me through young womanhood. You canceled, carried me through all of that, critic. But I I, I think your job is done here. And I'm going to help you pack your bag and don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. 
it's a time for me. Like I said, if y'all want to take this on as your as your narrative, I I'm obliged, okay? But at this point, it's time for me to take on my own thought process about me. And my own thought process of all the work, not just the work on the podcast episodes and, oh, this looks so pretty and that song sounds good in the background and this. No, the work I've done on myself as a person to even look at life the way that I do in the midst of everything. Even silencing my inner critic with interacting with other people. Silencing my inner critic when it comes to expanding different brands that I have. Silencing my inner critic when it comes to my capability of what I'm able to do and how I'm going to push myself a little bit further and harder and faster. Anything that doesn't sound like your voice probably isn't. Anything that doesn't sound like your true self, like I know that I can do this. And you hear that doubt and all that other stuff. That's probably not your programming. I mean, it's probably not your voice. It's your programming. So being okay with stepping into fully the version of yourself that you have cultivated for years in order to become somebody, not just look like I am somebody, but actually to become somebody and be a staple in people's lives that help them because you were able to first Help yourself and talk yourself off of the cliff. And that's not always easy. But it is necessary when you are fulfilling a purpose and when you are walking into your next season and walking into all the gifts that God had for you because you were obedient. It doesn't mean you were perfect. You were just obedient. You were listening You were taking the time to meditate, write down what your goals are, write down what your flaws are, write down what you do well and compartmentalize who you are as a person. So when you do that inventory and you look and you're like, you know what, Uh uh-uh, doubt, you don't belong in here. Oh, questioning myself. Oh, no, we we good. You you know what? Here's your pink slip. Surrender to the obstacles. Uh -uh, uh -uh, I don't think that I can squeeze you into my calendar because I have things I'm supposed to be doing. I have conquering on my mind so I don't have time to be sitting around and playing with complacency. And when you get to that point, when you get to that point and you start to understand or when I'm getting to that point, me, like I said, I'm not trying to generalize, but as I get to that point, I understand that all the thought processes that were not serving me and that are trying to play with my head. Nah, my mind is not playing tricks on me. Okay. Anything that is not serving me must be released and moved on in my own existence. This is not about anybody else outside of myself. Anything that's not serving me and making me a better version and pushing me towards everything else that's good for me and that wants to see me win and thrive is no longer, even within myself. Something to consider. I want to thank you for living, loving, and refining with me as I grow on this beautiful platform podcast in front of each and every one of you. Pretty Women Love Purpose, my playbook to self-mastery is available on amazon.com. 
please pick up a copy. You can go on there. The journal encourages you to find out your strengths and weaknesses and how you can use those to your advantage. Okay. Um, my mommy prayed for me is my second publication on amazon.com. You are more than welcome to tap in with that as well. If you have any mommies or families in your life, I'm sure that they would love that because it was written with a lot of love in mind. And I want to thank you for your support. But most importantly, I want to thank you for keeping it pretty in the paint. And that's on period. <laughs>